you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's episode starts out with a warning to parents and teachers. Uh, This story has material that you may find objectionable for younger viewers. We recommend that you personally listen to the story before allowing the children to do so. Today's story is entitled Judah. Judah was the fourth son of Jacob. There came a time when he left his brothers to live on his own. He married a Canaanite woman who gave birth to three sons. When the time was right, Judah found a wife for his oldest son. Her name was Tamar. Unfortunately, the oldest son was evil, and the Lord put him to death. Judah told his second son to have sex with Tamar so his oldest brother would have an heir, and the family name would continue on. The second son slept with Tamar, but didn't like the idea of producing a child for his brother. So at the last moment, during sex, he withdrew, and she couldn't get pregnant. This made the Lord angry, and he killed the second son. Judah then told Tamar, Go back and live as a widow in your father's house. I'll give you my youngest son when he grows up. So she did as she was told. Years went by, and yet Judah didn't give Tamar his youngest son. He was worried that his last son would die like his brothers. Still, she could see that the youngest was now old enough to marry. About that same time, Judah's wife died. Afterwards, he and his friend traveled to a place to shear sheep. Someone told this to Tamar. She immediately changed her clothes so she wouldn't look like a widow. She then covered her face with a veil. She went and sat down next to the road where her father-in-law would travel that day. He saw her and assumed she was a prostitute because she wore a veil over her face. He didn't know she was his daughter-in-law. He said to her, Let me sleep with you. What will you give me? He said, When I get to my flock, I'll send you a young goat. She said, I'll have sex with you, but you must leave something with me so I can be sure you'll send me the young goat. What do you want? She said, I want your walking stick and the ring you keep on the cord around your neck. He gave these things to her and then had sex with her. She became pregnant. After they were done, she went home, removed her veil, and once again put on her widow clothes. Once Judah got to his flock, he asked a friend to take a young goat back to the prostitute. He said, be sure to get the things I left with her. When the friend got there, he couldn't find her. He asked some men who lived in that area, where is the prostitute that sits by this road? They said, there has never been a prostitute sitting by this road. The friend went back and told all of this to Judah. He laughed. Then let her keep those things I gave her. I tried to fulfill my part of the bargain. Three months later, someone told Judah, your daughter-in-law acted like a prostitute and now she's pregnant. Judah was furious. He yelled, Bring her here. We'll burn her. As they were getting her, she sent a message to her father-in-law. It said, I can identify the man who got me pregnant. These things belong to him. Do you recognize them? As soon as he saw his ring and walking stick, he knew what had happened. He said, 
She's a better person than me. I promised to give her my youngest son, but didn't do it. He never went to bed with her again. She gave birth to twin boys. As they were being born, one child stuck his hand out. The midwife tied a red thread around it, saying, This is the firstborn. Suddenly the hand went back in, and the other child was born. So they named that child Perez, which means breakout. Then his brother was born. Because of the bright red thread on his wrist, they named him Zara, which means bright. All right, I'd like to focus on that brother, Judah, the one that had the bright idea of selling Joseph to the travelers. He's talked about here in verse, let's see, it's chapter 38, verses 1 through 7, I believe. Let me read that to you. It came to pass at that time that Judah departed from his brothers and visited a certain Adulamite whose name was Hira. And Judah saw there is a daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua. And he married her and went into her. So she conceived and bore a son, and he called his name Ur. She conceived again and bore a son, and she called his name Onan. And she conceived yet again and bore a son and called his name Shelah. He was at Chezib when she bore him. Then Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord killed him. Well, there you go. We're talking about the terror of the Lord, and we referenced that in the previous episode of the story about Dinah, how the lost world isn't really unfamiliar with the concept of being terrified of the Lord. They think of God as just being this nice, loving God. Uh, let me also read the story of Ananias and Sapphira. This is in Acts 5, starting in verse 1. But a man named Ananias, with his wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property, and with his wife's knowledge he kept back for himself some of the proceeds, and brought only a part of it, and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why have Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit, and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but God. When Ananias heard those words, he fell down and breathed his last. And great fear came upon all who heard of it. The young men rose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. After an interval of about three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter said to her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. When the young men came in and they found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband, and great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. Fear of the Lord. The Lord is a wrathful, just God. He's not evil, he's not mean, but he's just. Back to 38.7 is a powerful verse to use in evangelism. You can use it when you're preaching or witnessing to the complacent, unsaved people. If people are just complacent, they're like willy-nilly, they don't care. But most sinners believe that God's patience is inexhaustible. 
this verse shows that the that's not true, and also these stories say that no, his it's not inexhaustible. He will not forgive your sins forever, and then at the last minute you can decide to say, "Okay, Lord, okay, I give up." God lost patience with a rich man who said that he would build bigger barns and take life easy. He told the man that he was a fool and he would take his life that night. That's in Luke twelve nineteen twenty one. I just read Acts five. 1 to 11 to you. So these verses have a way of sobering us and bringing us to a, a most necessary virtue, which is the fear of the Lord. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.